I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to the Upper Hand Fantasy Podcast. Now, here's your host, Faraz Sadiqi and Zach Rizzuto. Yo, man, for me, like, the Chargers offense is just all over the place. Like, I can't really get a feel for any of the Chargers players, to be honest. Like, outside of Keaton Allen, like, I don't know what's going to happen. Justin Herbert, Eckler, you know. I I do like Keaton Allen's receiving prop, you know, to go higher than 76.5 receiving yards. Um, The Jaguars' vulnerability on defense is the slot, and that's where he runs most of his routes from. So, you know, he's gone over that total, 76.5, in six of his last eight games. Um, And I think this game should be competitive. So I think they're going to have to throw the ball, right? Uh, I don't think we have to worry about weather in this game. So I think Keenan Allen, you know, he's, you know, he could do his thing. Like I'm not, you know, it's like I think his his reception total was like I think it was at seven, if I'm not it's mistaken. Seven because it's seven, right? I I actually like that one. You know, mm-hmm. if you, if you ask me, I know you like the receiving yards, but I I like the seven receptions because Justin Herbert's just been dialing in a Keenan Allen since he's come back from the injury, and we've talked about it during the season on the podcast about how he's just a target machine and a reception machine. You know, Herbert and Lawrence. In their first round, in the first round, it's going to be a shootout. I think, regardless, that's what I'm betting on. You know, each in their first playoff game, I think with Mike Williams potentially banged up for this one, we're still not sure if he's going to play or not. I think Herbert's going to lean really heavily on Allen, just as he has since his return. Um, he's gone over seven targets in every game but one since he came back from that injury. And I know you were that was a long-awaited return from injury because you had him on your fantasy team, but um, he's been a catching well, listen, machine. He helped me. Uh, he helped me. He helped me win a championship. So I, I give right. him. I give him. I give him a pass on that one. Yeah. Well, he came back and it's, he didn't leave any questions about it. You know, he left no doubt. He was actually a really good fantasy receiver, especially in PPR, like you said. Um, but he's been a catching machine. That's kind of been his mo his entire career, and that's not su- suddenly going to stop in the playoffs. Justin Herbert is Justin Herbert. I want to see how this offense plays in the playoffs. I think that Keenan Allen is pretty much a lock for seven receptions. He's going to lean into his playmaker, and that's Keenan Allen. Is is your lock for eight though? Because that's what you need, right? I, I think yeah, if you're true. going over, you know what I'm saying? Is your lock for eight, eight? That's my I, I think <laughs> that's okay. that's where I'm at with it. <laughs> it's funny because if you were setting these lines, where would you put it? Like would you put seven? Like I, I'm not sure because I I try I to get put ahead seven. of the, yeah, the, the I, line maker, you know what I'm saying? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> I would put seven because I want everyone to take the over. You know, right. uh if it was six and a half, I'm with you. If it was six, yeah, if okay, I was at a six and a half, I'd be like, "Yep, seven, is he locked for seven? Yes, I agree with that. Is he locked for eight seven, though? Maybe he'll maybe he'll get seven and a half receptions, <laughs> <Maybe>. <laughs> something like that. Maybe, maybe. maybe. 
I don't know, man. So yeah, I, I, hear I, that, I think I, I mean, still think I would not be surprised if he goes over uh, seven receptions. If he catches eight balls in this game, uh, 76 yeah. and a half receiving yards. I feel just a little bit more comfortable there. Um, I just think they're going to do his thing. And the Jaguars have been vulnerable there in the slot. So I think he can, he can, he can hit that regardless. He's going to get his opportunity. And right. you know, with Justin Herbert and Austin Eckler, man, like I can't get a feel for either of them. Like, does anything stand out for you two, for you with either of these guys? Like, you know, you know, just something to note, Agler's targets have come down with Keenan yeah. Allen back, you know, as Justin Herbert's favorite target. Like, three or four targets in each of the last four games for Eckler. Like, that th- that throws things off a bit for me in this one, in this one, right? Um, now, one thing to note, though, about the Jaguars, they have, teams have targeted their running backs against the Jaguars more than any other team in the league this year. Yeah. You know? So, maybe over five receptions for Eckler. Maybe it, I, I don't feel I don't I don't feel super confident about it to be honest. With no, you. I, I'm not confident about either of them either. You know the thing about Austin Eckler, his production has come from touchdowns. As we know, that's kind of been his story. You know, especially as the fantasy CEO, as since we've dubbed him that. You know, because he's just the man. But um, I, I I don't like the reception prop. Like you said, they have come down a little bit. I don't even like the scrimmage yards prop. You know, ninety four point five. I'm not a big fan of that either. Because even though yeah. he he's been scoring touchdowns. He hasn't been putting up too many yards in any of these games. And Justin Herbert, he's been consistently in terms of output, you know, maybe fantasy production and, you know, stat lines, average. I think he hasn't been humongously, you know, like stand out this season. Although you look, you turn on the tape, you look at him, he passes the eye test with flying colors. He's making great passes. And Um, and that's why you can't even take the lower on any of these with Justin Herbert. Because he could throw for like 380. Yeah, and two t- three touchdowns and like no interceptions, and you're like, all right, well, like we know we had we know he had this in him, yeah. right? And like I, I I can't go with the lower, I can't bet against him either. No, <laughs> so I'm he staying just, away. He just yeah, I think he's a complete avoid right now because he's just kind of been right in the middle there, like we said with the stat production, you know, in in the regular season we haven't seen him in playoffs, but since we haven't seen him in playoffs, we can't say anything definitive. So I, I'm just gonna kind of leave it that way. I'm leaving Justin Herbert out of my lineups this week just because you know I'm not terribly confident and the jaguars they're quietly playing pretty well on defense they're not fantastic but pretty well as an overall defense they're playing pretty well i kind of like travis Etienne's rushing attempt line of 16 and a half the chargers you know they have they're a very vulnerable rushing defense I, I i don't think this is a game where they come in and say all right trevor lawrence this is all on you right, right. i think they're going to try to run the ball and Etienne has had those games where he's had over, you know, over this, you know, a, a handful of times. So I think 16 and a half rush, rushing attempts is a good number. I don't think it's too high. Um, I think he I think he gets over this. And I think if this is going to be a close game, Etienne's going to get more than 20 carries. Um, and I think this is a game where you want to do it. And unless the Jaguars go way up or the Chargers go way up, which I don't think is going to happen. I think it's going to stay close. Um I think Etienne gets his gets his carries because of the fact that the rush the Chargers there's no coach in the NFL that's gonna go up against the Chargers and say, like, oh, we're not gonna run the ball. That's gonna right. be their main focus in this one, I think. And Doug Peterson, you know, he's very good at helping his young quarterback. We saw him do it with Carson Wentz in Philly. And now he's going to do it again with Trevor Lawrence. I think he knows that you can't put it all on his shoulders, especially second year quarterback. Trevor Lawrence is broken out, but we still need to see a little bit of consistency from him week to week. I think that. 16 and a half rushing attempts for Travis Etienne does make sense. I do agree. I think that the game script will allow for that to happen relatively easy, easily. How do you feel about the half touchdown prop? You know, obviously one touchdown or not over half a touchdown. 
I think he could get that too. Just because I, I think yeah. it's going to be a high scoring game. I think he's liable to at least punch punch one in. I think if it's goal line type of carry, he's been their guy in the backfield. If someone's gonna be running the ball in. I mean, we know Trevor Lawrence has legs and he can run it himself, but I think he might be good for a, a touchdown this week, too. Yeah, I can see it. I, I, I think I per, like, you know, it really depends on the player. Um, that I like to put these rushing touchdown props in there because yeah. I feel like when you throw a rushing, uh, and this is basically an anytime rushing touchdown. You know, yeah. for for ETN, and that's sitting at you know more than plus one hundred on the on the sports books right now. So I'm like, you know, do I really want to put that in my entry because you're kind of decreasing your odds to win the whole entry if you choose any time touchdown prop. So I unless it's like Derrick Henry or you know like these these prolific touchdown scorers, I personally yeah. I'm not Jamal a big Williams. fan of throwing those in there. <laughs> Jamal Jamal Williams, right? Exactly. Uh, I would be more comfortable like with those type of guys. You know, even though the regression is still going to continue to come for Travis Etienne because you know his touchdown last week, he ended up scoring. We talked about this against Houston that we loved the anytime touchdown for him last week. It came through, right. but it came on a long touchdown. Like it didn't even come in the you know it didn't even come you know in the ten within the ten yard line or the five yard line. So um, that's true. It's still due for him. It's still due for him, um, but I, yeah. I I don't know if I want to. There's so many props that I like this weekend. Yeah, and watch. I mean, Etienne's going to score like three touchdowns in this game. Watch. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. I, I I hear you. I just I want to with all these other opportunity based ones. I feel like I would rather just go with those. Right. So your your strategy going into Wild Card Weekend right now, or or any week, is the opportunity based picks. That's what you like. Usually, usually. is that I kind like of what to, you like build to... your found the foundation of your entry? I would on? say so. I would say yeah. so. I, you know, it really depends. You know, sometimes I see really like I, I see low lines in terms of like, you know, passing yards or receiving yards and things like that. But, you know, it's a lot more variable when it comes to that kind of stuff. I, I think the opportunity right. is, 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 is the, has the least amount of variance, I would say. Yeah, that, that's fair. So that makes it a good building block for an entry. And then you can add the yeah. touchdown scores on top of that. Yeah. As, you know, if they hit good, like, you know, you have a little bit of risk there. And you, yeah. I think that's that's probably smart. And for underdog, you know, you don't have to hit the 5x every time. I'm sorry, the, the 5 pick every time with the 20x, right? Like, there might be three, like, for example, so the ones that we already talked about today, right? Like, yep. you don't have to choose five of them to, to throw in there. Like, you can choose, like, just three of them. Like, you can choose, let's see, you can choose Brock Purdy under 28 and a half pass attempts, Elijah Mitchell over 38 and a half rush yards, um, you know, Travis Etienne over 16 and a half rush attempts, and then call it a day. You know, because yep. that's still 10x right there, right? So, like, yeah. why not? You know, uh, so, so yeah, that's kind of, that's kind of how, how I like to roll sometimes. Uh, I'm sorry, that's not 10x, that's 6x, that's 6x, but it's still solid. Still, you know what I'm saying? Lots you, of money. You, you, yeah, you, you throw 20 bucks, you get 120. Yeah, you put in 20 bucks, you get 120 bucks out of that. Why not? You know, it's one thing if you're betting like two dollars, <laughs> you know, go with, just the, go with meal, the 5x at that point. Just, just, just want a meal at Wendy's. <laughs> 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 Just go with the 5X at that point. Yeah. Um. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, so let's move on to Sunday. 
Uh, Do- Dolphins, Bills, man, shit. Like, I don't know if I like anything in this game, dude. Like, I'm it's avoiding really hard to hard to reject. Are you? No. I'm <laughs> avoiding the Dolphins, like the plague. I don't want any yeah, yeah. piece of that. And it's gonna be similar, you know. I'm gonna jump the gun here a little bit on the Ravens game. I'm avoiding all the Ravens too, because I look at the quarterback situation for both of these teams. I don't trust the offense in any of them, especially the Dolphins. You know, we've seen this offense just be terrible. Skylar Thompson can't make Tyree Hill and Jalen Waddle work. You know, and I'm not yeah. saying I expect Skylar Thompson to do that. We understand that he's was he a, he was a seventh round rookie. There's no yeah. expectation for him. But if he's not going to be able to make that work, he's not going to be able to make it work with any other receivers. And that's just bad news for Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle. That's pretty much all the props that you have for this game. You have uh, Mike Kosicki, I think, as your other one. I don't trust that. Yeah. He's been fl- shaky at best. Um, he hasn't been consistent in any sense of the word this season. So for me, and I may have beat you to it here. I'm leaving the Dolphins completely out of my lineup. I'm not worried about any of them. I'm not putting any of that uncertainty of where there's already a bunch of uncertainty, obviously, in the lineup uh, more than I need to this week. I hear that, man. Tyreek's at 61.5 receiving yards as his production, and Jalen Waddle's at 47.5. It's like, you know, I don't know how you can trust either of these guys. If I'm going to choose any of them, it's going to be Tyreek Hill because, like, he can catch one ball and go for, like, 70 yards. But, like... Yeah, I'm. I'm. With all the other options, I'd rather stay away personally. And granted, um, I will say, you know, that they did have a tough matchup last week, and a little recency bias might be playing into what I'm saying. You know, agree because and, you know, Thompson. Did you watch those clips with uh, Sauce Gardner against Tyreek last week? It was so, pretty impressive, man. Yeah, no, Sauce Gardner's it was ridiculous. It was pretty I, impressive. So you he, know, it was a combination, like you said. Yeah, so I think that's definitely playing a little bit into my, you know, avoidance of these guys, but I just don't trust them. The Bills are hyper-motivated. They're at home. Like I said, there's no reason to think that the Dolphins really stand a chance. If Teddy Bridgewater miraculously plays, I think that these picks are in play. You could consider these, especially Tyreek Hill. But if Skylar Thompson's a starting guy, I'm, I'm, I'm staying far away. Yeah, I hear that. I hear that. All right, so let's see. Uh, these other bills, like, you know, Josh Allen, like, are you looking at any of these props for Josh Allen? 34 pass attempts, no. 255 passing yards. No, you're not for me. You know, the problem... I, 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 re- I really Go wish ahead. that Singletary or James Cook had a rushing attempt, um, prop associated yeah. to them. That's true. I, I think that would be a good pick for me with Josh Allen. You know, it seems pretty easy to say that he's going to hit those props. He's just a little under 300 yards on his passing prop. You know, you talk about the pass attempts. If the Bills go up in this game, the, the Dolphins aren't going to come back. They don't have the offensive firepower at quarterback to get that done. So if they go up, there's a chance that Josh Allen just gets pulled. Why would we keep him in the game? You know, if they have this game well in hand by the midway through the third quarter, we could just see them pull Josh Allen. Why would we risk having him on the field? There's no reason to. They, I, I think uh, that's ask in Brandon play here. <laughs> About pulling players, yeah. I mean, ask Brandon, Brandon Stilly. Yeah. If Brandon Staley were the coach for the Bills, then maybe I wouldn't worry about that. But you know, if Brandon I think Staley that, was the coach of the Bills, they would be uh, out of the playoffs right now. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> hey, at least one of our coaches got dropped that we have all these problems with. You know, we talk about Brandon Staley being problematic. Cliff Kingsbury's out in Arizona. Just a little news Ooh. right there. Did we talk about that since that happened? Like, No, we didn't talk good, about it, man. Good news. Like, And Kyler Murray's supposedly going to have a say in who they hire, like imagine Sean awesome. Payton going there. Oh, That'd be nice. That would be pretty sweet. No. Hell yeah. 
Hell yeah. yeah. I'm looking forward to, you know, whoever is the offensive coordinator <laughs> in Arizona. <laughs> yeah, we're going to have to do like a, a what ifs post before anything happens. Just be like, what it. if this happens? You know, like that would be just speculate. That would be fun. That would be fun. I like that. I like that. Um, yeah. So like, yeah, I'm not, I don't think I'm touching the bills at all. Right. Um, you know, I, li- I like Stefan Diggs. It's like, you know, how much does he have to produce in order for the bills to go up? That's the questions that I have. So I am staying away in these type of game scripts personally. 2400 sports is an odyssey company. 